0: This is the Dive Bomb Squadcast, presented by Dive Bomb Industries. What's up, guys? Hope everyone is doing well. Hopefully, welcoming some warm weather with uh, tight lines or strutting turkeys. Today, we are joined directly from headquarters in St. Louis, Missouri, with our founder CEO, Cody Stokes, and the newest addition to our team, manager of product development. Thomas dryer guys, how's hey. everything going around there?
1: Hey, how's it going?
2: It's going going great. We got forklifts running in the background and uh, extensions going in next door for some more warehouse space. So that's uh, keeping our keeping our hands full. And then
0: Tommy's got a bunch of new products he's working on. So that's great. Everything's wonderful. Awesome. Okay, so before we get into this, Tommy, can you can you uh, briefly explain your role with Dive Bomb and what your day to day schedule will consist of?
1: Uh, right now, with the whole Corona thing, my day to day is a little different than uh, how we planned it in the beginning. But uh, I've been able to work from home, uh, designing new products. We've just been getting into everything. There's a lot of new stuff coming in. Um, yeah, like I said, stuff's different with COVID, and uh, the new office is getting built up right now, so I'll be able to settle into that soon, hopefully. And uh, that should be good.
0: Sweet. Now, can you can you briefly tell me about? what you were doing before this and and how much cooler your job is now with (laughs) that
1: right obviously everything's cooler now getting to do what you love uh before this i was working at a manufacturing plant around here as a welder fabricator in the maintenance department and it was just such a strict work environment It, it was crazy and uh cody uh gives me a little trouble all the time coming over here saying I'm so used to such a rigid work environment. He's going to take me outside and beat me if that's what he, uh, <laughs> if that's what it takes. Cause he says, I'm so used to the buzzer to buzzer, you know, no deviation from the planned work environment. It's just totally different over at dive bum And it's awesome. I, I, awesome, I appreciate man. it. I, I, I think it's wonderful.
2: So he's punctual and comprehensive and on time and cognizant of his time. And it's, it's been great. So
0: Awesome. Well, we're we're really happy to to have you a part of the team and, and we know you're going to going to do great things for us moving forward. So so welcome. Um, many of you don't know this, but but we're moving our operations into a new facility. We're not moving locations. We're, we're going to be right next door to where we are currently operating. But but this new facility is going to be huge for the expansion of Bomb. Cody, can you tell us a little bit more about that? So we're uh, currently, we're in a sizable warehouse now um,
2: and we've just, uh, business has been growing and uh, we've maximized the footprint we're in now. We've shrunk our aisles from 23 feet to seven and a half. We invested in an oscillating mast uh, forklift called an Isle master. It's actually from Ireland. And it uh, enables you to drive down a narrow aisle and turn the forks left or right to pull from that narrow aisle. So you don't have to basically make an Austin Powers 20-point turn (laughs) to get out of anywhere. You just pull forward, turn the wheels, and your forks are now 90 degrees uh, to the aisle, either way, left or right. So we've maximized the footprint here, and our aisles are getting jammed up. Uh, So there came the building next door, which is actually only separated by firewall, came available. So we've got at least… Uh, we're putting in a roll-up fire door. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. New floors, fresh paint on the walls, perfect perfect interior office showroom space. So we should have an area to walk in where you can pick out your apparel or your decoys. Uh, you can come basically take a glance through uh, the office wall, take a peek out in the warehouse and see the operations, see the forklift, see how things are picked and pulled. Uh, the Sherp will be there on display with wrap, uh, you know, this is all pending coronavirus status, but I assume by fall, uh, you know, it should be a very cool place. You know, if the guys coming, the guys coming down from, you know, Minnesota to Arkansas that are picking up loads of snow goose stuff come in, you know, maybe we'll have a beer if we've got it there. Surely we will, but, uh, it should be cool. So, uh, basically doubling our footprint, uh, this by this, uh, midsummer and, uh, get things organized, get a new picking pulling system in place and, streamline everything i could just go on for days but should be awesome
0: so. awesome man that that's exciting we're we're really excited about that um so we're you know we're, we're gonna go ahead and get the get the elephant out of the room as everybody knows by now we're dropping our mallard floaters this summer you've seen the pictures you've seen the videos they're they're badass the big question that everybody keeps coming back to over and over and over again is price we've we've Already openly said our goal was not to reinvent the wheel with these decoys. We're creating a practical, ultra-high-quality decoy at an unbeatable direct-to-consumer price. With that said, Cody, is there anything you can share with the listeners regarding the price point on these decoys, or are they just going to have to wait and see?
2: Uh, our our price point, Asher and everyone's been, been really pushing me. To get to, well, our pricing schedule typically on decoys is uh, a one dozen and then a five dozen discount. And then in some areas where volumes are typically high, we do 10 dozen and then on and on 50, hundred, you know, email text. If we know you, we know you're a legitimate outfitter and you're not going to resell. We'll, we'll sell you high quantities if you're actually going to run them. With that said, we'll have a dozen price. I think the dozen price will be around $120, And then five dozen price, we're going to get to a hundred dollars a dozen. So if you buy five dozen of the floaters at once, you're going to get them for a hundred dollars a dozen. And don't quote me down the road from now. uh, Don't quote me. I mean, that's our goal. Let's just put it that way. Once they're landed and we evaluate and see how things are running, we'd like to get to a hundred dollars a dozen and a hundred dollars a dozen uh, for this decoy, the quality, the carving, the paint uh everything about it is just absolutely absurd i mean it really uh, is should be uh, i can't understand why people wouldn't want to buy them if you if you know if if you think five dozen is just an absurd amount you know call two of your friends that you hunt with and go in on it get them shipped to the same location and you're gonna save a pile uh and you're just gonna you're gonna love the decoys i'm sitting in my room looking at them now the carvings are phenomenal our carver john jones has just been great to work with he is die hard through and through a perfectionist. So the carvings reflect that, uh, the paint schemes we've gone over a hundred times, adhesion of paint phenomenal. Uh, so for five dozen at a hundred dollars a dozen, uh, it is absolutely undoubtedly the best, best decoy you can buy. I mean, if there were $150 a dozen, I'd still say they were the best decoys you could buy, but for a hundred dollars a dozen, they're crazy. So
0: no doubt get them, about
2: it get them fast because i think they're going to go fast
0: they're going to definitely go fast and and i i think our 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 customers they understand that and they they understand the the effort and, and the time that's been put into this and so i know they're really excited about it now tommy you, you you see the f1 mallard floaters every day when you come into work what are your thoughts on them?
1: i mean you gotta love them especially now that the price points out and people can see that uh you just can't compare anything to what we're doing. So
0: Definitely. Now, we've, we've teased the bags a little bit recently, and we had a Jedi in the Facebook group mention that it would be cool if we made a decoy weight in the shape of a bomb. <laughs> can, you, can you talk a little bit more about the bags that we've got coming for the floaters and the rigs uh, and when customers maybe could expect to see those items?
2: Would you like Tommy or Cody? Uh, either one of you. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll grab this. The Jedi may or, may or may not have come in this office over the last three years and seen hanging, uh, <laughs> seen h- hanging in the back of my office, dive bomb weights. So we built, uh, we built a simple tool on our mill and poured lead in the shape of the dive bomb logo. And we actually over molded into the cable, which we've moved on from. But, um, uh, yeah, they were hanging here, and every person that walked in this office was like, "Oh, no way! That's sick! Is that the new? Is that the new weight?" And for three years, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but we didn't have a floater to apply it to. Right. So, motivationally speaking, I was it was not at the top of the list. But uh, now that we have a floater coming out, it's only totally makes sense that we sell a matching uh, matching rig, and we offer the same thing as before: awesome quality, uh, you know, great customer service, and then an unbelievable price. So we have a coated steel, coated stainless steel. Uh, cable coming out, and we're offering it a three, four, and a six ounce weight. Tommy uh, drew the redrew the logo, uh, and he did in his his uh, CAD program. He matched the volume to uh, like grams per cubic centimeter, the weight of the lead that we're using. So we have a three, four, and a six uh, ounce weight that's in the shape of a bomb, the the die bomb bomb. So if you hold it next to the logo or decal, it looks basically identical. Uh, we have that crimp to a or that cable crimp to it that's stainless steel coated, and the color is pretty cool. It's kind of going to roll into a color scheme we have coming out for some other products down the road. Uh, and then we have a dozen of those, and we have a carabiner very way cooler than any carabiner that you've seen right now used for decoy rigs, um, and you'll see more of it. Uh, as it's released down the road. So Tommy's done a great job piecing that all together. And, and when we've, we're growing. So our number of SKUs is just blowing, blowing through the roof. Uh, managing quality on everything has just been crazy. So basically everything we come up with, we now have a, a 3D drawing that's in a file bank. And then Tommy will create a 2D drawing with respective GD and T, which is geometric dimensions and tolerances or geometry dimensions and tolerances, which encompasses the material, the finish, the dimensions and the tolerances for everything. So when we when we initialize something or create a new product, we we will be able to control every aspect of quality from here till the end of time. So long as those drawings are referenced in manufacturing and in in our inspection process. So I'll quit boring you with with that. that
0: That's that's awesome, man. That's that's uh that's good stuff man I, I, a lot of people we're just moving on we're, we're I'm trying to get through a lot of things here and a, a lot of people have been asking for a quality goose flag that is not only collapsible and convenient but also made to withstand the rigors of hunting day-to-day in harsh conditions tommy i know you've got something up your sleeve here can you tell us anything about the flag
1: uh, i don't know how much we're supposed to keep away on the flag yet <laughs> but uh <laughs> It's probably the most badass thing you'll ever use out there. I, I mean, it's not going to compare to anything else that's out there right now. I can tell you that much.
2: He got uh, he's he's got a carbon fiber shaft that's absolutely gorgeous. It looks like a looks like a cow or, you know, a scoop off of a Ferrari. It's unreal. Strong, strength to weight ratio is just crazy, right, Tommy?
1: Right. Absolutely.
2: And then uh, the mechanism mechanism we won't really detail, but right. But, uh, The quality and the design is like a ferrari it's it's just sleek and sophisticated looking and it's not overly complex but it's uh you know you won't be out fumbling with teeny tiny parts uh this flag should not break i mean if you run it over your with your truck it probably will withstand that but uh you know shaking it out in the field it's not going to blow apart i can't tell you how many people complain about flags or ask us to create a flag but Tommy spearheaded this one. This is, you know, 90% Tommy's idea If he'll bring something in and I'll say awesome or weak, or we'll put it under our own boot and crush it and say, you know, rethink it. But, uh, it's a very, it's very thought, it's a very thorough thought through design that Tommy's worked a lot on. So it should be very cool. So prototypes actually came in last week. So hopefully we've got them out, uh, for sale by, you know, mid July,
0: August. Amazing. Now... The other day in our private Facebook group, we teased the Widgeon Silhouettes, and they got an insane response. I told Cody it may have been the biggest response that I've seen for a product that was not the Mallard Floaters. Uh, can you tell us about the Widgeon Silhouettes and when we could see those drop, Cody? We have uh, four positions of Widgeon uh, Silhouettes:
2: uh, upright, upright Drake, upright, or uh, female and then feeding on both as well so uh they go hand in hand with all of our silhouettes color uh the imagery the the print quality uh and the materials so uh i think we're basically through that was what you basically saw a sneak peek of was the second to last prototype i'm hoping so some of the hens needed some trim and a color adjustment here and there but uh Hopefully we have them. We'll have them by August, September. Now, will those uh, be packed six and six, or will they be eight and four? That's st- still up in the air. I'm thinking eight, eight and four. Of, you know, listeners out in there, eight, eight being uh, feeders and. Uh, four being uprights Are you talking about drakes uh,
0: drakes to the, the hens
2: yeah i think the drakes the drakes almost in drakes and everything i think look and pop so much better so it'll be it will be eight drakes
0: and four hens that's you know it i've hunted widgeon before but not at the capacity that i did um in the pacific northwest in january and it was just mind-blowing how many drakes um you know, I, and I know when you hunt central flyaway in late seasons, ton of drakes, mallards, and everything. But God, it just seemed like all those widgeon out of thousands. It just felt like it just felt like freaking ninety percent of them were, were drakes, which they probably weren't. But it just felt like that. I know our, I know our guys in the Pacific Northwest. They're over the moon excited about them, and and I truly believe um, you guys knocked it out of the park. So I, I cannot wait to see big mobs of widgeon doing it dirty over the new w1s in the grass. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I I think the Pacific Northwest is not really not really uncharted
2: territory for us, but it's a definitely a market that I'd like to gain more of. I sure. think the people are people are awesome, the views are awesome, uh, the birds, uh, the lifestyle out there is very laid back and cool, so
0: definitely looking to jump into that. Now, another product we've talked about some over the past year or the crane socks. Um, mm-hmm. Cody, I know the guys in West Texas, they're losing their minds. Can you give us an update on those? And is there anything in particular you can tell us about them? Um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a crane sock. It's, it's hard to make a crane
2: sock. They're so big. It's hard to make them not look awkward. So that's basically what right. we've been struggling with. Adjusting head sizes, adjusting sock sizes, coloring, and so on and so forth. But three position sock feeder, uh, uh an upright and then like a semi rester, and uh, they're going to pivot with the wind and they're going to, you know, obviously expand with wind, with wind that comes in them. Uh, They'll, they'll work well with our silhouettes. If you want to mix, they'll also work well with themselves. They're going to fit in the existing crane bags. If you have that, they'll just go, you know, side by side or, you know, you won't need a separate bag for these. Uh, They're, they're going to be wonderful.
0: Now, will they be, will these be collapsible or will they be, have a permanent backbone.
2: No, they collapse. Okay. They, they use a basically a beefed up version of, of, of the S3 and S, F, S5 uh, mechanism. And then that the vertical stake that comes out of the ground, it's significantly longer and larger in diameter than our S3. So the S3s uh, are obviously t- smaller, S5s larger, and then these crane socks will have an even larger, you know, uh, more str- stronger, more durable, easy to get in the ground, less flexible. So on spring steel stakes. So
0: yep. now there's been some talk of a blind in the works and the word on the street, a G frame, Tommy, <laughs> I know this is something you've been engineering and overseeing. Can you give us any sort of update on what's going on there? How that's coming along?
1: Uh, we are just getting into it uh, pretty much. I have it at my house right now, since I can't be at the office, and uh, it's definitely different from anything else out there. I can tell you that much. Um, the thought behind it and everything really makes it usable for you know two guys, or I mean, even if you're by yourself, so you're not out there stumbling around in the dark. I don't know. I'm a hunter myself, so I try to build stuff that I know that I would use out there and not get pissed off at while I'm out there trying to use it like everything else. <laughs> Right.
0: I You know, the biggest flaws that I've seen really in products came to light um, was in Montana when it was negative 25 degrees. And then that's uh, a point in time where you realize that uh, convenience and being able to handle things with gloves on or handle things very, very quickly is the utmost importance. And, you know, I feel like with the staff – that we have and the amount of traveling that we do, there's nobody that's putting in the groundwork uh, that we do studying where the biggest needs are. You know, there's, there's some nice blinds on the market, but they all leave something to be desired. Um, I'm more than confident that the ideas that we've put in place behind this G frame is going to check Every single box for for not only outfitters, but but for for regular Joes alike. And, and I'm talking as far as um, ease of use, transportation, um, being your hide, being better, um, your overhead cover, uh, running dogs, uh, walking through the blind. Um, there, it, it's just we, we've seen where the need is and we've applied that and it's going to be awesome. Ease of
2: ease of setup and breakdown is a man getting up in that freezing cold and setting that thing up piece by piece, stick basically, stick building a blind is just my nightmare.
0: So, trying to push pins with your frozen fingertips. I
2: know know we have something special. Tommy's being very sensitive and gingerly, basically (laughs) tiptoeing around it because he's worried that he's going to say too much and I'm going to get angry. But uh, we have a functioning prototype. Uh, Tommy and I've had several people look at it for intellectual property purposes. Uh, Tommy's main role at this point is to spec everything, just like i mentioned earlier. So all the components, we want to control this on a component level basis, not, you know, just here's our lump product. Someone go make it. And if it functions fine, no, we want to control it from every little, from every little component. So it's going to be an awesome blind. Uh, so look for that. Uh, we may not have it by this fall for sale, but we're going to be running it, uh, probably some of our outfitters will be running it and so on. And once we get it through this fall and we realize that it really is bulletproof bulletproof the uh, next summer,
0: we're probably going to be a full go. So awesome. Now I've mentioned uh, a pack of alternate poses of Canada silhouettes that are designed to be run in conjunction with our current line of V2 silhouettes. Cody, can you talk at all about what customers can expect out of this new pack and how these decoys can make their current set of v2s or v 2 fs more effective
2: sure well, it's an additional uh four four pose pack so it'll be a dozen uh three uh three three of each four positions to make up a dozen and they're predominantly forward-facing positions something we don't offer right now everything from the get-go was either a side profile or quartering away uh, which is perfect for geese uh you yep. know perfect in my opinion, very perfect. But people are looking for a wider array of array of positions. Uh, you know, mix things up, change things up, look look different than the guy next to them. Whatever their reasoning might be. But we have a a new dozen pack coming out with four positions, predominantly forward facing, whether quartering forward, uh, head on. There's one pose in there that I'm not going to explain in detail what it is, but it's totally different than anything you've seen before. It's uh, it's very cool. Uh, it's uh. We don't want to, I don't want to call it a mutant position. We were going to originally label this pack, the mutants, but uh, we came up with just positions that were too wild and crazy. And, and it's just more predominantly forward facing pack. So that's what it's called. They're going to be forwards and uh, yeah, look for them. I mean, to yeah, diversify with with a couple more positions. Right. We've got the sleepers now and the regular pack, which is is heck a heck of a diversity, but this is just going to be a
0: little different. Right. And then when you add these, you know, with say the black and whites or guys that are already running large V2, V2F spreads, you know, I've tried to explain to everybody, this pack is made to supplement the line that we're already selling. These aren't necessarily going to be made to go out and start your spread with these, but they're going to be made to add some depth to your spread. And you'll see what I mean by saying depth. Whenever you get them, whenever you see the contrast and the colors and the lines, but these are going to be made to be run with our current line of decoys and they're just going to make them that much more effective. Now, moving on, we've teased coming out with some apparel at some point, but we've, we've held our cards pretty close as far as when this could happen. Is this top secret information or is there anything that you can tell us at this point, Cody? I've been exploring
2: uh, this apparel or like outerwear. So, we're talking, we're not talking hooded sweatshirt here. We're talking, you know, high performance, uh, permeable or semi permeable membrane type stuff like your Gore Tex or your Torre or Ding Zing or whatever it may be as far as membrane goes. But we've been exploring this for about probably, I was looking through my phone. Yesterday on an airplane, and it was probably three years, four years. We've been sampling, prototyping. Some people may have even seen some of the original prototypes floating around in pictures with their own camo pattern and whatever else. But the plan is to have a base layer, mid layer, and a shell, uh, likely in solids. Not sure about uh, a pattern at this point. Made of the best materials that we can source. Uh, made, you know, that would be the, the the field fabric or the the membrane or shell, the zippers, the Velcro. Uh, basically every appointment that's on it made by the best, uh, manufacturing operations. So ultrasonic welding and, and so on, uh, that are aesthetically pleasing. So it should be a major, major win. Um, again, materials on base layer, top of the line, hot, you know, the the best thing that's out there right now, and then I offer it once again at this direct to consumer price that seems to be ever popular at this point. So, uh, and then, you know, with a warranty. So Timmy goes out and gets his new coat hung up on barbed wire and he calls in and he's crying, you know, replace Timmy's coat. You know, I don't I don't mean to say that to have everyone call in and, you know, you know phony, a take, phony a fake tear when they rip their coat. But, you know, if your zipper fails, you know, call us up. And if it's within a reasonable amount of time, we'll we'll get you a new item out. But uh, I don't want to say that and open up all these doors with quality issues or pe- people faking them to get new stuff. But no, that's how people should warrant their products. So right. anyway, it's, it should be exciting.
0: Awesome. Is there a, a time frame on when anybody might see those first pieces?
2: I'm thinking they're going to be
0: for sale this fall.
2: But wow. I mean, t- time over time, it, it, time, time after time, I should say, everything tends to get pushed out because sure. you don't want to release stuff that's... It's not right. to par.
0: So I think everybody knows at this point. You know that we're we're working, we're moving as fast as we can. But on the the grand scale, we're 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 still small, and we're going to make sure things are right before we release. And we're not just going to rush something out, rush a product out. Okay, let's let's get it out there and let's start selling. No, we we've never done that. And we're gonna not not going to start doing it now. So I think everybody knows the, the deal with that bomb by now. Um, you know, as they say on uh what's that show game of thrones they say winter's coming and a lot of people have been talking about the dirt daggers and if we're going to have them back in stock before old man winter gets here this year i know we made a few changes tommy can you tell us a little about the dagger coming this fall
1: uh i wasn't involved in the dagger that was a little bit before uh well i was involved with the original the the next one was a little bit before i came over here so cody you'll have to take that i got you dagger coming this fall it's there's really
2: not much has changed uh, there's more to stainless steel than meets the eye there's there's so much to material it's wild but uh, improvement on this the spike as far as the process in manufacturing not even manufacturing the process in uh, producing a billet piece of hex that uh, stainless steel that would that we've machined down to the, what is the spike uh improvements in a couple areas on the handle and that's it's pretty much the dirt dagger it's not going to be dd2 or the second revision because there's really not a major overhaul here so the daggers are coming they're sweet uh yeah and man that pick that picking that thing up and just feeling it i mean it really feels like you know thor's gavel or thor's you know whatever the heck it may be
0: and for the money you're paying for it it's just it's uh, almost unfathomable So i mean, i think the biggest thing with the dagger it wasn't um you know the dagger itself, or something that people didn't like. Everybody that got them, they loved them. But was the um, how quickly we sold them, um, and people are wanting to know: Are we going to? How's our stock going to be this fall? Are we going to have plenty of daggers for all our right, guys up in Canada and the? Uh, it depends uh, on Upper that de- Midwest.
2: That depends on demand. I have no idea. And at one point we were selling, you know, we were obviously 10 years ago. We were selling almost 10 years ago. We were selling peanuts. So some things take a couple sure. of years. Some things fire off overnight. We're going to have more than a hundred. I'll leave it that way. But, <laughs> but uh, you never know it's, it, when they come out, you'd better get them. Uh, that's all I'm going to say, because lead times on this stuff are, are substantial. And, we we use a best guess, you know, and I've said this before, like you know, the barbecue rest, you know, the fine or good barbecue guy, you know, his grill has this much space for this many ribs a day, and you know, if you miss the ribs, you better get there earlier tomorrow. So
0: no doubt, and I think everybody kind of learned that last year that if you didn't jump on them, um, you snooze, you lose. So you heard it here first. Um, you know, I've told customers, I've told them a rubber mallet. You know, the guys that don't have them, it's a great tool for setting a spread really quick, but in sub-zero temperatures, you do run the risk of splitting decoys if it's not done properly. It is a use at your own risk method. If you're okay with collateral damage, you can you can continue to run the, the rubber mallet, but if you want to be certain you do not damage your decoys whenever the ground is frozen, the dirt dagger is the way to go. Now, moving on, customers know that We have a honker floater in the works. Cody, can you tell us about any progress that's being made on the honker floaters and floaters customers could possibly see down the line after the Mallards and the Canada geese?
2: We will have a Canada floater by, it will no doubt be be released for production or for uh, consumers by the spring of next year. Uh, midsummer spring of next year but for this fall we are going to have some prototypes that we're going to run in the field uh right now it's a two position two positions or two original carving set of honkers uh and they're relative in size to the floater that we have um the carvings again they're, they're done by uh, a world champion it is a no joke you know true two true original carvings uh materials uh paint, paint adhesion all that stuff will be in line with the decoys we're offering and then the paint or not the paint the price will be be suited alongside of what we offer now so look out for that Uh, and then down the line i have a list of carvings for our carver that he may not get to in within the next five freaking years that's how motivated we are on this this floating this floater not necessarily full body we do have a thing or two we may want to incorporate a full body on but uh you know Something for motion, something for you, know, you name it. We've got it in a cue card for our carver, and I know he gets frustrated with me because he's trying to do competitions and and things for other other customers or collectors at this time. And I'm just saying, you know, you got to make hay while the sun's shining here, John. And he laughs, <laughs> with me, and uh, but I, but I but I mean it. Right. he can tell. You can tell in my Saturday phone calls to him that typically take an hour. You know that that I mean business. So I hope he does. But he's a great guy. We get along wonderful. The stuff he produces and we're producing here, I hope that he is proud of, and I think that he is because he asked for his name on it. So that's always a good sign. Um, so, yeah, car. Honker Floater's coming for sure. Who knows what's behind it? Pintails, widgets, Specs, Nose, whatever. Just wait and see. All
0: right. Now, another product that's been flying under the radar that will be available for before long is the V2 Blues. Um, we expect to have these available, I think, by the middle of Ju- July. Is that correct, Cody? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, they'll, they'll be here middle of June. Middle
0: of June. Great. Yeah, they're on, they're on the way. Awesome. Now – Just touching base quickly on a few products that many of you are anticipating their return. Uh, First, the S5 Snows, we expect to have those back uh, by the middle of next month. The P1 Pentels. those will return in June as well. The S3i Juvies, expect to see those by the end of June also. Now, a lot of people have asked what the I. Stands for that they have been seeing in our updated line of socks. Cody, can you tell us what the I represents?
2: The I uh, represents improved. So it would be the S. We had an S ones two, and S three is uh, uh, is an, is basically the latest version. But an I uh, is a revision or an improvement, which represents uh, multiple things. We've shortened uh, we've shortened the length of the tail. Or the, the backbone or tail section. And we've also increased the loop diameter to prevent uh, it from punching through the back of the sock. I and mean, I mean, when I mean punching it, you can't just grab it and and pull it by hand through. I'm talking a decoy sits out in bobs and weaves, gets broken down, set up and broken down 100, 200 times. It eventually wears well. This tail loop shortened, and with an increased diameter, should prevent wear. It. It's not. It's never. It's never going to not wear through. I mean, if you got a ten-year-old sock or five-year-old sock, it's just met its match and or just it's effectively wore out. I mean, uh, the material we use is is Tyvek. We source directly from Dupont. Uh, so we asked to put the red their trademark on it, and they said no, which is fine, but. I have receipts and purchase orders and all that stuff that show that it's DuPont, not a knockoff. So that's a great thing. But the tail loop should prevent uh, wear towards the aft of the decoy. Uh, we've increased the diameter of the vertical uh, portion of the stake or the stake that ins- inserts into the ground. Uh, increased that by by a certain diameter. Uh I have to pull up spec sheets to remember how much it was, but basically as large as we could to still fit through the corrugations that we use uh, for the head. So that's the second thing. The third thing is on the eyes, we offer an upright, uh, upright head position. Uh, So that obviously adds diversity and realism and so on. They look great. We only have two uprights uh, per dozen and only, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, I think that's very realistic, especially when you get into the snow field, uh, snow world, I think, uh, I think uh, feeding geese, I think feeding everything is more realistic and more natural and uh, and more at ease. Um, and then with the eye, we've uh, actually decreased. With an increased diameter, we've increased or decreased the length of the stake by two inches. So that allows those upright heads to fit in the bag that we offer currently for V2 and S3. So those are that's a universal bag. Um, and you know, when you put that stake in the ground and the, the, the ground is either hard or frozen, the stake tends to want to flex and bow out, which requires either second hand or a few to grip it lower. The shortened length and the increased diameter should prevent that stake from bowing out, so you can put them in the ground faster, easier, and deeper. So, And then the third thing, or not the third thing, the last thing is uh, the pin that holds the mechanism in the back. We've uh, changed the shape of it. Uh, to eliminate it from backing, backing out. Nasher's laughing because we have a name around name for that pin here at the office. It starts with the and ends with a K uh, because it's the shape of, it's the shape of the the pin. It's like a, a, a phallic symbol here. Just I'm holding one in my unit. hand right now. It's a, it's a, it's a unit. It's, a, it's, a lo- it's long, it's long and skinny. One of those guys.
0: Oh man. That's, that's great. We've, um, You know we've also had a a ton of people ask about s5 specs with the the growing popularity of hunting them inside the spread and we're excited to let you know that that um we're going to be offering those as well uh those will be available out this fall as well correct
2: yeah absolutely they're on they're on the way too
0: awesome now um you know, we've been going about thirty-five minutes, which is perfect. That's about what my goal was—was was forty minutes or a little bit over. Now, before we, before we wrap this up, Tommy, are there any other projects that you've been working on um, that you might maybe can tell us about?
2: <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was in the room. We're, we're in separate rooms right now uh, because we uh, have our own mic, Mike. mics, and headsets.
0: He's probably looking. Cody, are there any projects that? <laughs> tommy is safe to briefly talk about tommy has a tommy has a badass layout
2: uh chair apparatus that uh accepts our basically built for our tall stakes uh it's everything you've probably been looking for outside of the box in a backboard layout chair ghillie blanket type setup uh, so he spent a bunch of time tommy tommy's He's been running his wife's sewing machine at home. Thank you, Nicole, for letting us use this, and probably probably having her do most of it, and then telling me he's doing it to impress me. But <laughs> but he's got a very cool uh, setup going on for a layout chair. Uh, that it's cool. That's all we'll say. So he's got that going. He's got uh, an offshoot of dive bomb, which is people have probably seen. But we've got cooking here called flop. So that's fishing. Uh, we're hopefully going to expand over into that market. You know, We're not going to overtake the dive bomb side with, hey, go follow flop. But he's been working on a lot of that, and it, it will help us here greatly with this uh, seasonal demand curve. So we've got a warehouse staff, an engineering staff, a you know, marketing staff that's all ran hard for six, eight months of the year, and then four months of off-season, it's, it's uh, underutilized. So I'd like to take it. And flatten that demand curve, and with that comes flop. So hopefully, we can take advantage of, of uh, you know, our our foundation and expand over into that. But he's been working on those products, and they're complex. And I know his friends have been asking him, and he's basically said this to me: you know, my friends are asking when are my products going to be released, and I used to tell him I don't know, I don't know, or like why are they taking so long? And now he's like, oh, I I, I, don't I think he's starting to starting to see how long it actually takes from. From concept. Tommy, I'll let you explain on this. Basically, the process that we use here, it's like a concept from a whiteboard all the way through where we are. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny. I started out, I met Cody when I was in my buddy's duck club. We were hunting some snow geese, and I had some contraption that I built sitting on the table in the clubhouse. And that's how I met Cody. We were talking about that, and I thought that's all there was to it. You know, I just made a little one-off thing, and I thought you sent it somewhere, and somebody makes it. Right. But- I've never that been quite so wrong like
0: that I think Cody he he gets um, probably a little bit frustrated with me he he doesn't usually um, um, lay it out on me um, but whenever I'm like, where are these products All these people are asking about these products it's like dude, I can't just make a pop out we got to make sure it's right there's steps that have to be taken so uh, I, i've I've learned a lot over the last I don't know. Uh, Unofficially, I've probably been working with Cody for over five years now. So, uh, great things take time, and sometimes as frustrated as I'm sure as Cody's probably been with me, is probably as frustrated as I've gotten with our yeah. customers. Um, <laughs> you know, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And I, I want to be like, hey, man, like, just be patient with us. Like, we're we're working on it. We're working as fast as we can. We got all hands on deck. We got a lot of a lot of projects coming, and got a lot of demand for a lot of different things. So. Uh, we're, we're doing the best we can. And I know everybody knows that, but um, you know, the, I, I get asked these exact questions and ask for updates daily on these particular products we've mentioned here today. So I think a lot of folks are going to be really, really excited about this episode. And when they may uh, s- hear about a product that, that they've been holding out for. Um, so this is, this has been really good. Easily the most productive 40 minutes that, that I've, you know, I think you could possibly have when it comes to talking about products. So um, is there anything else that you guys can think of that, that we've not covered today before we close it out or anything else you'd like to add? I think uh, we've got a, we've got a line. Do you want to talk about for for a minute? Do you want to just, you know, we've, we've said we, we want to keep everything separate, but it's no secret. Everybody knows it's the same. Sure. It's, it's, they're separate companies, but a lot of the same personnel are crossover, and, and everybody knows that it, they're going to be completely different. Nothing will change with Dive Bomb. The customer service won't change. The way that we go about our business does not change. But we have another um, project that we're working on that uh, we we hope to be as successful as Dive Bomb. But they're two separate companies, um, but they're also. Obviously, they're somewhat linked, and that that is no secret. Do you want to briefly? Um, I will talk very about briefly, swap? briefly
2: give you give you an idea of what we're working on here. We we are working on some rotary molded stuff. So stuff that involves like uh, it's the, it's the, all the rage and then coolers. So we we originally were working on a storage unit for. Either live fish or bait or whatever it may be, and we we've been working on it and, and spitballing. Tommy and I have been all these different attachments, accessories, improvements, and so on for what what would hold either bait or tackle. And we're thinking to ourselves, and we got in front of a uh, basically a panel of people the other day, and they were like, "We you know think we think these are you know very great expandable type things." Uh, so now I think we're leaning even potentially going into the rotary molded cooler world. So uh, it's everything. It's outdoor equipment for fishing is effectively what it is. As of right now, it'll be, it's apparel, and lifestyle stuff, right now. performance fishing gear right now. And all the work we've done on, you know, you know our, 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 gear, like the shell mid layer and base, you know, we can take all the materials and time we've used in sourcing and finding the, the appropriate manufacturer and all that stuff and easily transition that in into into flop gear fishing gear and it'll be top of the line stuff you know brought to you with awesome customer service you know the fast shipping and direct to consumer so uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff being kicked around uh, a lot of stuff going into you know sampling which requires tooling and sizable investments and all of that stuff um, so be on the lookout for some awesome stuff for uh you know fishing side so the logo the logo you know the logo should be like a sister or cousin or whatever to Die bomb. And hopefully they're shared on the side of a cooler or the back of a truck is the goal. Definitely. So, well,
0: man, I think that about covers it. Um, I know, I know our customers are excited about these things coming from Die bomb. I know we're excited to bring them to you and to start seeing your, uh, success through pictures and videos. Um, you know, we're, we we work, you know, we work hard to um, not only bring a great product, but to also give the people what they want. I think everybody knows that. I mean, I was I was pretty anti-black and white for a long time. Not that I didn't think that they would work, but it's like whenever you get an overwhelming response from the people that want something, we want to be able to offer that. And, uh that's what we try to do, you know. People will say, "Hey, man, is there any way that you can uh, make a uh, Atlantic Brand silhouette?" And it's like, "Hey, man, as much as we wish that we could just make like five dozen of those for you, the reality is we've got to go where the demand is, and we're constantly through our groups and our pages, polling, talking, discussing, reading. We don't miss anything, guys. We see everything on social media. We've got it covered, and." if the demand becomes overwhelming enough, just like the stupid beach honker t-shirt, because I'll still <laughs> say it's a guy. He wanted a honker with a freaking a shirt with a honker pounding bush lights. And I was like, bro, no way. And I make a comment. All right, get a thousand likes, whatever. And then it gets a, like 1500 likes in like 30 minutes. So you guys are pretty powerful. You found a way to pull some things together. So that's not going to change if the demand is there we'll, we'll find a way to make it happen. So guys, thanks a ton for joining me today. I I know our listeners greatly appreciate it.
2: Yep. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure being on here and thanks everyone, our loyal followers and consumers and everything like that. It's just all of us, you know, it's just a dream come true this whole business and being able to do what we love. So appreciate it.
0: Tommy, thanks for your hard work, man. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to actually getting to meet you in person, you know, and I stay updated on you. I hear a lot of great things and I know you're doing great things for us. So we're, we're thrilled to have you, man.
1: Right, man. It's awesome to be here. And uh, just to everybody out there, I see you taking a lot of heat, like people asking you questions on these products and everything. And I'm like, man, I'm glad they don't know who, know who I am yet
0: because no, it's I all directed now. toward you. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you. It keeps you motivated. Right. You That's right, man. Well, uh, there you have it. Uh, I hope we covered the product or products that you all are looking forward to the most. As always, make sure you are following along on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, both the Facebook page and the closed Facebook group, Bomb Ministries Forum and Fan Page. Don't forget about our YouTube channel. We have a new series called Field Facts with Forrest that is, Is so informative. I promise you guys don't want to miss it. You want to become a better waterfowler, go listen to Forrest Carpenter. The man knows what he's talking about, and he can help you become better, whether you're a complete rookie or you're a veteran. I promise you can learn something. Uh, You can reach us anytime via call or text 314-501-2747, social media, DM, uh, or an email to info at diabolministries.com. Have a great week. Y'all be good. Thank you for listening to the Dodd Bomb Squadcast.